This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 158, submission 1733. High School USA, the 1983 TV movie. High School USA, the 1983 TV movie, was a made-for that aired on NBC the night of October 16th, I said in our last two episodes, if we had an It Was A Thing on TV style Avengers event, this would be the episode. Yes. 157 episodes. It all comes down to this. The only thing this movie did not have was Charles Stiles, Mystery Diners. Oh, yeah. It would have been amazing if somehow... Charles Styles Mystery Diners borrowed Ed Bagley Jr.'s tortoise that runs on vegetable oil and appeared in this. We haven't talked about the tortoise that runs on vegetable oil in some time. Oh, yeah. No, we haven't. Yeah. I bet Ed Bagley was probably too busy murdering people in San Francisco to be in this. Yeah. Well, no, he would have been on St. Elsewhere at the time. Oh, yeah. But, 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 but hey, he could have been on because St. Elsewhere was on NBC, just like this movie, and just like seemingly like 90% of the cast. Yeah, 90% right? of the cast in this movie are on NBC shows. Oh, which yes. we'll get to. Okay, Chico, let's talk about the cast in this movie. Oh, God. We, this was a star studded affair here. Playing the role of J.J. Matters, the sort of main character Zach Morris prototype, 
Michael J. Fox. Ooh, very good call there. Zach Morris prototype. Well, that's oh, yeah. the only thing I can think of was the Zach Morris prototype. But but no, he he really, uh, especially early in the movie, really came across as a Zach Morris type. Yeah. Yes. 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 And also, this is 1983. Second season of Family Ties has just started. And yep. he is starting to blow up right now. He started to blow up and he would be two years away from the movie to do it. Back to the future. But yep. remember... Remember, Chico. I'm remembering. Michael J. Fox was not the original actor for Marty McFly. No. They could they couldn't get Michael J. Fox out of the contract for family ties, so they cast Eric Stoltz, who, by the way, turned out to be a very bad choice indeed. Yes, yeah, so much so that Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale and Steven Spielberg practically begged Gary David Goldberg to let Michael J. Fox in the movie. And they did. And the rest is history. Yeah. Now there's a movie that's right for a reboot. Do not reboot Back to the Future. Unless it's a TV series. Unless it's a TV series. I'd even say don't touch it at all. Yeah, it'd probably be better off. The closest we'll ever get is probably that Telltale game that came out like 10 years ago. Yeah. That's pretty much Back to the Future 4. And playing the girl that Michael J. Fox has his eye on is Nancy McKeon. Oh, yeah, that's right. Joe from the Facts of Life, baby. Yep, although she looks weird without her leather jacket on. It does. It does look weird. I had to adjust my poor 80s brain. It is so weird to see Nancy McKeon as, like, a normal 80s girl at the time. And then we're just going to gloss over some of the names, but oh god, these names, let me tell you something. Playing Archie Felt, the shy, dim-witted guy in suspenders. Michael J. Fox's dad from Back to the Future, Crispin Glover. Oh, yes, yeah. they're the same age and they go to the same high school, which is not weird at all. It is. Just a little weird. In retrospect, it's a little weird, yes. Oh, no. yeah. Playing a role, a blink and you'll miss it role, as Mr. Girardi. You ready for this? Oh, yeah, we're ready for this. Lumpy himself, Frank Bank. And he's not the only person from that Leave it to Beaver week on Magic Game Hollywood Squares that's in this movie. Hardly. Yep. Hardly. Nope. Not the but only also, person. I mean, and we mentioned this before we started recording. Even though he had literally a blink and you'll miss it role, he was plugged as like the fifth leading actor in this. For well, some they went, reason, because they they said, and also starring in alphabetical order. Oh well, there's the reason why. Okay, yeah, there's a reason. And also in alphabetical order, we have playing the role of Anne-Marie Conklin, the head of the photography club. Hold up. Hold up. I got to say it. I got to say it. Please say it, Greg. Hit me. Hit me. We got the one, the only, Crystal Bernard. I'm not going to lie. I totally failed to recognize her at first. 
Well, because she's got that mullet. Oh, she's got a big friggin' hairdo. You're darn right about that. But how yeah. could you miss Crystal Bernard? Because she's got that sassy Texas accent. Yeah, I think I was paying more attention to the hair. Uh, I was paying attention to the accent. It's like, how could you not know the accent? I mean, Crystal Bernard is Texan through and through. I mean, how could you miss it? Right? Yeah. Oh, by the way, did you know I love wings? <laughs> I love wings. I'm not finishing it. No, 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 no. no. It did make that, Tony Shalhoub's career, though. It totally made totally it totally made Tony Shalhoub's career. Okay, but these next two. Oh boy, so. NBC had a little show in the early 80s called Different Strokes. And these next two people were on it, playing the requisite best friend to with JJ. the genius ID. His genius, ID, genius IQ best friend. Otto. Todd Bridges. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll have plenty to say about his character as we go on. Yeah, oh, I, 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 it's like all I will say right now is, you notice he's the only person of color in that high school. Yeah, I did notice that. And he's the only person of color in high school USA, and he's a genius. Talk about one to grow on, am I right? That's not stereotyping at all. And uh, playing the, uh, I, I, I want to say she was the harlot. Of the uh, high school, Kara Ames. Speaking of stereotyping, Dana Plato. Wait a minute. You mean the same Dana Plato from the Sega CD classic Night Trap? That's not stereotyping at all. And then there's some guy named John Cleary who plays Jerry. I think Jerry is uh, Archie's Archie's brother or best friend or something. Greg here in post. It actually turns out that John Cleary is not, in fact, Crispin Glover's best friend in the movie. I think he's like one of the other guys that hangs out around J.J. and Dodd Bridges and whatnot. But... According to his Wikipedia, he was also in such things as Square Pegs and V. So there you go. Next, we have uh, Miss D'Angelo, a teacher at the high school. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this name? Yeah. He's like, you're going to say, what? And then I'm going to tell you where she's from. And you're going to say, oh, her. <laughs> Angela Cartwright. Who that be? The original Penny Robinson from Lost in Space. Oh! Yeah. Wow. Her. Yeah. And then you have, uh, I guess, another extra body in Swoozie, played by Kellyanne Kahn, who you would later see on one of the three Arthur Anacherico TV shows for TBS, Rocky Road. Rocky Road? We'll talk about that in a future episode. 
And then you have Milton Feld, Archie's father, who is the uh, most successful car dealer in the movie. Oh, yeah. Played by, oh, gosh. Uh, uh, Greg, you can add a story to this, can't you? Because it's played by Bob Denver. Bob Denver! Bob Wow! Wow, Chucky, look at this new car! Get a load of this! Wow! That's right, son, a new car! <laughs> oh, wow, gee, I didn't realize that you could afford something like this just from selling pet supplies. What do you think, your father's a schmo? You're looking at the number one scratching post salesman in the Midwest. This is beautiful, Mr. Feld. Can... can we go for a ride? Yeah, sure. Get in. But be careful. Gilligan, Skipper. Well, yeah. also, wait. If we're talking about Bob Denver, we could go even further back. He played Maynard G. Krebs. Oh my! Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! And, we, and you know what? I'm. It's. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because because the Different Strokes reunion isn't the only reunion that happened, and the Leave It to Beaver reunion is also not the only reunion that happened. Oh. But we'll get there. Next, we have Mrs. Franklin, played by Eleanor Donahue, who you best know as the eldest child of Jim and Margaret Anderson on Father Knows Best. Well, also, she was Chris Elliott's mom on Get a Life. Oh, yes. Really? Oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. That's right. right. Yes, yeah, she. She was the mom opposite Bob Elliott. Mm. Yes. Okay, and now we go to uh, Principal Pete Kenny who was maybe J.J. once at a fair age. Tony freaking Dow. You yeah. know, Wally. Oh, yeah. and, he, and he's not the only person. He's not the only one. <laughs> no, he's not the only person from Leave it to Beaver. We talked about Lumpy earlier, Frank mm-hmm. Bank, and we obviously talked about Tony Dow now, but there's even more coming up. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But and this then... ne- next one. Oh, oh God. Buckle up! Here comes the here comes the big one. Here playing the douchebag of the movie, the jock, the douchebag, the bully. JJ Manners is uh, arch rival. Yeah, Bo, Bo Middleton. Middleton. God, that's a waspy name, Bo Middleton. He is played by Anthony Edwards. Yes, that Anthony Edwards. And remember, it's funny that he's playing the jock because in one year he's in a little movie called Revenge of the Nerds. Where he is the nerd that gets revenge. Oh, yeah. And of course, three years later, he would be in another 80s classic, Top Gun. Uh Uh-huh. He's basically doing the heel face and then the face heel. And then the ultimate heel base when he gets cast as uh, Dr. Green on ER. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the saddest deaths in history on television. Indeed. Oh. But at least he married River's song. Yes. 
Well, guys, in three years, we know what Anthony Edwards would be doing. He'd be on a beach with Tom Cruise and um, Val Kilmer. Yeah, playing volleyball. Shirts versus skins. Yeah. Oh, 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 the next scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, the next right, scene. Right, right, oh, right, the right, next right, scene. right. That's right. There's, there's, there's stuff for the... Oh, the for the ladies. ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep watching the ladies. They're going to love this. Oh, you're going to give us money. You're going to dive right in, right here. Hit the showers, huh? Yeah. You gotta say, that's one of the most WTF scenes of all time, that whole scene on the beach with Kenny Loggins playing with the boys playing in the background. Yeah. Now that I think about it in retrospect, yeah. Why wasn't that a mini game in the Top Gun game for the NES? If you were somehow lucky enough to land that plane, which nobody did, you could be rewarded with a mini game of playing shirtless volleyball on the beach. You know how many times I managed to land that plane? How many? Once. Once? Once. And did you celebrate when you landed the plane? Yes. But I was six at the time, so I didn't play shirtless volleyball. That would just be weird. That would be weird in an 8-bit sense. Yes. But then you have Super Dodgeball out. and Well, that's another story for another day. Oh, Super Dodgeball was awesome. Yeah. One of the best. Totally. Next is Steve Franken, who played the uh, German teacher, Dr. Fritz Hauptmann. Jesus. I thought he was Austrian, not German. Oh, sorry. He's Austrian. Oh, what difference does it make? He he actually brings it up in the movie, though. So, okay. Just for clarification's sake. Sadly, no longer with us. He died from complications due to cancer. But, uh, yeah. He was great in this. He voiced uh, Eugene Atwater in future entry, Road Rovers. Oh. I don't even think we have that on the list, so you might as well add it. Might as well. Next is Jonathan Grise, who you would uh, who plays Dirty Kurt, I believe. I don't know what who Dirty Kurt was. Uh, he was, was the mechanic. Kurt? Okay, he was the mechanic. But Jonathan Grease, for those who don't know, is Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Yep. Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Watch this. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? Yeah. Coach would have put me in fourth quarter. We'd have been state champions, no doubt. No doubt in my mind. You better believe things have been different. I'd have gone pro. In a heartbeat. I'd be making millions of dollars and living in a 
big old mansion somewhere. You know, soaking it up in a hot tub with my soulmate. And now we have Mr. Plaza, one of the teachers at the high school. Another one of the teachers, played by... Toby! Dwayne Hickman. And yes, he's still thirsty as hell. Oh, yeah. Isn't he going out with that one teacher throughout the Miss whole Miss D'Angelo? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that during the course of this movie. And then Next, we have Nadine. Nadine, who is sort of the prototype Jesse Spano of the group, played by Lori Hensler, who, by the way, had a birthday on Thursday. Oh, yeah, she did. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Lori. But yeah, she would have been on Gimme a Break at this time. Yep. On NBC. On, on NBC. NBC. On yeah. NBC. Yeah. And of course, nobody played a stereotypical geek girl in the 80s better than her. Uh-huh. Oh, no, she played it to the hilt. Absolutely. She also played Pyramid and Body Language. So. And she was also on previous installment Go. So and much respect. Much she, respect. She made the rounds back in the day. She was on the circuit. Yes. Uh, next is Barry Livingston, who played Mr. Sirota. And Mr. Sirota is uh, was a teacher, but Barry Livingston was one of the three sons in My Three Sons. Oh, yeah. Right? My Three Sons. Yeah. What a what a classic. God, oh, by the way, speaking of My Three Sons, guys, I have an announcement to make. What's that? Ladies and gentlemen, get get the ref in. Get the ref in. I'm cashing in my money in the bank. Oh, crap. Where's the referee? Here he comes. The real big deal. We're going to have this now. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen. Wait, wait. We should probably break. Okay. Cue the dramatic music. Okay. Since we brought up my three sons. Of course, we know the dad on that show was Fred McMurray. And he was in a little movie in the 1950s for Disney called The Shaggy Dog. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm cashing in my entry in late May on the 1987 Disney Sunday movie The Return of the Shaggy Dog starring Gary Kroger. (laughs) Cut the music! Oh, my God! Oh, my gosh! Cut the music. Cut the music. Okay. Cut the music. What are you, Chico? Ravishing Rick Rude? Probably. Anywho. Yeah, try a rude awakening nowadays. You would get arrested. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Especially if you were going after Jake Roberts' wife. Okay. So, next up, Jerry Barron, who plays a silent role in the film as a robot. Oh, yeah. Jerry Mar- any robot. <laughs> Otto's robot. Otto's robot. Oh, my God. The things we have to say about Otto's robot. Oh, we could be here sometime just talking about the robot. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know what's amazing about that robot in High School USA is he makes all these noises whenever he appears on screen. All noises that appears like, doing, doing, doing. To signify, oh, it's a robot. It's wacky and zany. As opposed to being a cardboard box with a bucket on his head and a light bulb. Yeah. That's not robotic enough. Hey, Otto, 
The suspense is killing me. When are you going to show me what this thing can do? Well, it's not quite finished yet, uh, JJ. Oh, sure. Come on in. I can show you a few things right now. Come on, help me get them down. See, he works on voice commands. Watch. Robot, walk. It's unbelievable. You know, you're a genius. A robot, stop. No. Anybody with a 200 IQ can do it. Robot, dance. Oh, wow. Hey, Adam, can I try? Sure. Robot, stop. Uh, you too, Bandini. Want to give it a shot? Yeah, all right. Uh, robot, the door. It's like, <laughs> boing. Like, I can't even describe it. It's like these computer chips and then these wacky, zany noises whenever the robot shows up. It was an 80s robot. What do you expect? Tiffany Brissett. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You know, I have a question. Uh, no, Tiffany Brissett was a little later. I got a question. Do you think Otto's robot knew Johnny Five? I bet you Otto's robot built Johnny Five. Oh, oh, yeah. oh good call there. Yeah. Sadly, no longer with us. Died no, no, and and we also remember we also remember Jerry Marin as the uh I think last munchkin to pass away. Yeah, he yeah. was the last munchkin. He was the surviving munchkin. Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't pass away that long ago, but mm. uh, he and he passed away, I want to say he was ninety seven or ninety eight. He lived a good life to say the least. Yeah, he did. He definitely did. Yeah. Okay, then you have the janitor, Mr. Krinsky, played by David Nelson, who uh, was the older brother of Ricky Nelson. Yeah. And of course, if you don't know who David and Ricky Nelson are, just just stop. Just, just stop. St- just stop. Just stop. Yeah. Ozzy okay. and Harriet, that's all you need to Ozzie know. Ozzy and Harriet. Okay, but guys, playing Nancy McKean's dad in the movie. Another legendary name, Ken Osmond. Another person who uh, was on Leave it to Beaver. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And this would have been around the time when he was a cop. So they must have gotten him back into the business somehow. Yeah. Because he was a cop when he was on Match Game Hollywood Squares, which would have been like two, two and a half months after this aired. Yeah. Just about, yeah. Yeah. Pick a spot where you'd like to put one. Eddie, please. Hi. Eddie Haskell. Which came first, the Society the for the, the Prevention, <laughs> the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, or the first convicted criminal to fry in the electric chair? Uh, the SPCA came first. I'm a big animal fan, and so I, I know that that was uh, quite some time ago. Mm-hmm. Probably this... not a big fan of criminals. No, the SPCA has been around for well, they've been around since uh, 1850s, I think, something like that. Agree or disagree, Renee? I have to agree. The Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals came Stick first. With right to agree, and you 
get the square. And all goes up. So, so uh, he, he was already out of show business and returned back to show business for this. Yeah. You know what, guys? I'll tell you this. I say it many times. You could have had Ken Osmond with the watermelon to assist Gallagher. Had Gallagher smash it. The entire crowd at NBC Burbank would have gone absolutely nuts. End of year right there. And if that happened, we'd be celebrating the 38th anniversary of Match Game Hollywood Squares this coming October. Oh, yeah. It would have never been canceled because of Gallagher smashing a watermelon. With the assistance of Ken Osmond. Could have happened, NBC. Vivacious head of Nidra Vols, just saying. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Let's play the game. All right, let's get to the rest of the cast. We have Danny, played by David Packer. Yeah, nowadays you'd see him on, like, CSI, CSI New York. All the CSIs. All the CSIs, but he's, he played the human traitor in Be the Final Battle. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And next we have Peggy, played by Kathy Silvers. The daughter of Bill Silvers. Oh. Okay. Oh, but guys, guys, hold on a second. Playing the character of Crazy Leo Pantini. Oh, God. And he was indeed crazy. He was indeed crazy. He was indeed crazy. Was he as crazy as Crazy Gideon? (laughs) We'll be talking more about Crazy Gideon in October. (laughs) All right, but Mike, say it. America's ass back in 1983. Uh, Tom Ballard. Oh, yeah. One, two, three. Lower it two inches. Oh, and on another NBC show, by the way. Yeah, we talked about it uh, sometime last year, and, and we talked about uh, when they were on the uh, 1983 Thanksgiving Day Parade very early in the show's run. Mm-hmm. So this is not the first time we're talking about one Tom Vola. No. Oh, I think it's at least the fourth time we've talked about him. Oh, yeah, it has to be. Thanksgiving Day Parade, and we got it made, and also primetime starts at 7.30, and now this. So that's uh-huh. four. That's four we for We love fans. Tom Ballard on this show. If, if, when we have the official show hall fame, he's going to be first ballot. Oh, he, he's definitely in, in the uh, same ballot, uh, the same classes as McLean's. Okay. Kaylee Ward plays Chris. Then Miss Laura Lee Lee, played by Dawn Wells. Oh, R.I.P. We just lost her not that long ago. Yep. Yeah. Sad. It was, I think, while we were doing the year in review, right? I think so, yeah. Uh Yeah, because I think you added that in post. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And and if, if we didn't lose her during the show, it was between recording and release. Yeah. Right. 
And then Chucky Dipple, played by Michael Zorick, who would be making the rounds on all the NBC shows. Family Ties, Facts of Life, ultimately ended up on Camp Nowhere. So, Wait, the movie Camp Nowhere? Camp Nowhere, yes. You know who was in camp? the movie Camp Nowhere? Who was in the movie Camp Nowhere? Christopher Lloyd! Nice. Yeah, you have two Back to the Future connections and a sort of connection with somebody who was in the cast in a movie with another cast member in Back to the Future. And by the way, Michael Zorick does indeed play Crispin Glover's best friend in the movie. And this is the point in the episode where if you are watching along on YouTube, we'll give you some time to prepare and you can just unpause this movie. And right after you see the clock in the movie and the also starring screen in the credits, you're going to hear a bell ring and you can unpause the commentary track when you get a chance. So we're going to give you a couple of seconds to do that and you can press pause right here on the episode. And we'll give you some time, and then unpause after you hear the telephone ring, starting now. Okay, so the movie starts basically with uh, Dana Plato's character and um, uh, and the other female characters, Crystal Bernard's character, uh, and, and I think there's also some male characters just like talking on the phone. They're just they're all talking. Yeah, we have, yeah, have Crispin Glover's character talking on the phone. Yeah, yeah. we have Crispin Glover's character talking to his friend here. Yeah, and there's Chucky, uh-huh. who, who has a very big role later on in the movie, I believe. Uh, or at least in my opinion, I should say. Uh, and yeah, they're just talking, 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 just seemingly like uh, 80s students would. Hey, there's uh, Todd Bridges now in the phone conversation. He has play. You know he's a genius because he has a room full of planets. Wait, oh, yeah. Fox is on like one of those teeter tables. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. And, and also, you know, just to make it eighties or more eighties, you had Dana Plato doing like uh, aerobics, doing some leg lifts in bed. It looks like. Yeah, because that was fashionable at the time. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that was Jane Fonda. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, and now we now, now we, get, we get to oh, Bo and, and his Porsche, oh, boy. which is obviously a euphemism for his. Uh, oh yeah, his. You does know this what. remind you of anything? Does this remind you of anything? That but, looks like a small car. Well, maybe oh my, never mind. But it doesn't look that wide, though. It looks very small to me. Talking about his car, folks. <laughs> Okay, so uh, now Crispin Glover's character going to try-, try to talk up a date here. This is going to end well. No, it does not end well for Crispin Glover. No, it does not. But hey, he got his foot in the door. Yeah. And then we have Michael J. Fox watching this thing with like this guy juggling flags. That 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 circus. Yeah. Oh, and here here comes Nancy McKeon and Dana Plato. If hey, just remember, Nancy McKeon not wearing a leather jacket, so that means she's hot. And yes, and you know what? 
she's she's kind of open to talking to JJ at the time. Until JJ opens his big fat mouth and she thinks she's a creep. Yeah. Which, let's be honest, this is the first time that's ever happened. No. But hey, we get to t- she gets to talk to Bo now. Oh, Bo. Bo. Yuppie trash! Yuppie trash. I bet you he was, I bet you he grew up to run the Royal Pacific Hotel, Chico. <laughs> I'll tell you who did grow up to run the Royal Pacific Hotel. Dobie! <laughs> he, he, he grew up to become a teacher who is obviously trying to uh, schmooze his way to the top, let's say. Yeah, something like that. Oh, absolutely, yes. Oh, and here's Crystal Bernard. You, you know it's Crystal Bernard because she's talking in a Texas drawl. Yeah, she's all being all sassy. Like we said, sweet 80s mullet she has. Oh, Crystal Bernard is darling. Oh, yeah. And Lori Hensler is playing the, uh, brain, the brain in a box. You know she's playing a brain in a box because she has the gigantic glasses. She has the big-ass glasses. Okay, so now we're at the mechanic shop. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but Chris Big Glover is learning how to shave. Yeah, he's watching it from John Grease. Who's shaving from the reflection on a rim. Yeah. Oh, wait, here here we got Tom Ward. <laughs> and he, Tom Ballard and his Tom Ballardiest. Tom, Tom Villard, I think, is uh, since we've already used the Zach Morris reference and we've used the uh, the Jesse reference, he is clearly the screech of this movie. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. Screech. Oh yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Screech, but he he definitely plays the screech role in this. Yeah, and of course, JJ is well. I don't know what the hell JJ is doing. What's JJ doing? It looks like he's trying to throw like uh, paper balls into the the shop teacher's coffee mug. Trying being the operative word. Trying being very operative, yes. Oh, and right now, Todd Bridges' character Otto's working on this robot that we talked about. Yes, by the way, his robot is incredibly incredible. And Greg, say what the robot looks like or who the robot looks like. Oh, the robot looks like Awesomeo from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we're talking. Uh, now we're now Crystal Bernard's talking to uh, Nadine and her other friend. Her other friend. And this is going to be one of the many, 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 many plots in the movie. They're There's looking like. For- there's, There's like, like five different plots in this movie. Five plots, Chico. There's like 80 plots in this movie. There's like 16 billion plots in this movie. Too many plots, too many. Too many, many plots. plots. <laughs> anyway, the photography club is, has a theme for entry, and that is natural beauty. And they get the idea, because this is clearly not an 
an adaptation of a Square Peg script, R.I.P. and Beats. They're gonna photograph Bo naked. What? They're gonna photograph Bo's behind, yes. Bo's America's Bo. Bo's beauty. Little uh, Bo. Yeah. Little Bo. Bo's booty. They don't know that Tom Ballard is America's ass. And uh, Michael J. Fox just is about to realize the hard way that... Oh, I uh, see what you did there the hard way. (laughs) That uh, the homeroom teacher that he was allowed to uh, sort of blow off, he ain't there no more. Oh? And the replacement is... uh, Somebody who, it, it's uh, Mr. Hoffman, and think of think about Mr. Hoffman. Oh, by the way, nice dog. Think of, he a he has a dog, and named B Shotzi. Yep, shot a dog named Shotzi, and B he's blind. But at the same time, he has super. It sort of hones the rest of his, uh, the rest of his uh, senses. So he's like kind of a, like a teacher, Austrian teacher version of Daredevil. He's an Austrian teacher version of Daredevil. Okay, and, he's trying to and, sneak. And JJ thinks he's going to get away with this. He still thinks he's going to get away with this. Always thinking he's going to get away with this. He doesn't get away with this. No. Nope. The teacher ends up in his chair. Ha ha. Ha ha ha. Oh, look, there's there's another person of color in this high school. Oh, good, there's two people. Oh, good, there's some diversity. <laughs> so now he has to go to the principal's office, JJ. He's basically like this father figure. He really is. He, it's, it's, it's like, he's yeah, yes, he's a principal, but he's the cool principal. Yeah, Tony Dow wasn't that old in this. He was under forty, so he could play the cool person. Well, he had he had sort of the Reed Richards uh, gray temple sort of deal. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So he was. I I'd say he was forty ish. Yeah, but he was kind of like your Mister Belding. We talk about the Sea by the Bell architectures. He was kind of like the Mister Belding type in this bio. Yeah, this he was, it's like yeah, yes, he was the principal, but he was the cool principal. He was the cool principal, but not like in that Mister Belding trying way too hard to be cool sort of thing. He's like, hey. I get you. I was you. Yeah. I was I was the cool kid back in your day. And now we sneak into the teacher's lounge and see Don Wells for some reason. Oh yeah, cuz didn't she he's making cookies, right? Yep. Yeah, she was the home ec teacher. No, it was at croissants. Cros- but what but what it ended up being was some really weird it was like like possum croissants, I think, or some weird creature you wouldn't eat necessarily. Flavored croissants? Question mark. I didn't know that was a thing. Flavored croissants. But then we have the Austrian teachers with like a hot plate of coffee, and it's like, oh no, 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 no! We don't want him pouring it on us because he's blind. Blind guys got hot coffee. Why would you try? Why would a blind guy hold a pot of hot coffee if he can't see? Comedy. That's why. Now we have a big announcement 
and this might have something to do with you, Dwayne Hickman, that there is going to be uh, sort of a Teacher of the Year as defined by Bo Middleton Jr. Why is a student deciding the Teacher of the Year? Because he's Bo Middleton Jr. The superintendent can't de- of this school can't decide the Teacher of the Year. Well, now hold on. Remember, this Teacher of the Year comes with a $10,000 prize and an all-expenses-paid trip. You're going to have... We get it! You're rich, bitch! You're going to have a student decide this. We get it! You're rich, bitch! Okay. And, um... Oh, yeah, here uh comes Bob Denver! Here you are, Bob Denver! With his car. With, with, With this car for his son. With a car for his son. And it's a bitchin' Trans Am. Because it, you were the frickin' man if you had a Trans Am in 1983. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe it's me, but uh, Crispin Glover's uh, slacks are jacked up a little too high. Oh, but... Oh. They're definitely above the equator, if you will. Uh, Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Oh. There goes the Trans Am, y'all. Yeah, he scratched the, the door. Oh, my. Oh, but here's Nancy Bikin's parents, which means here's Ken Osmond. And here's douchebag Anthony Ed- O'Donoghue. And, and, here's, and there's Anthony Edwards being his best Ken Osmond. Yeah, probably saying to Eleanor Donahue, you know, in seven years, you're going to be that guy from Late Night with David Letterman's mom. <laughs> And there's nothing wrong with that. No. And and at this point, uh, Mr. Franklin's like, dude, I was you. Yeah. Symbolism. And, oh, speaking of Beth Franklin. There she is. She looks like she's going somewhere. Oh, yeah. With this, with this douchebag, yeah, this douchebag. Oh, it's a pleasure seeing both of you again. What time would you like Beth home this evening? Oh, hey, typo. As long as she's with you, you can trust me. Do, Do I, I own a- them or what? Yeah. So now we're at this party. Nice cake. This it's was ne- this was before Baketopia, guys. Yeah, this was before stuff like Cake Boss incredible cake it's shaped but like that is a boss cake oh uh, yeah. yeah and and this party is of course in celebration of Bo Middleton being elected student body president I, at this point it's like Bo Middleton student body president for life yeah oh by the way Nancy McKean has like a Kobe Smulders vibe with that dress kind of looks like Kobe Smulders right there Robin Sparkles, you mean? Oh yeah, Robin Sparkles, definitely. Oh yeah. Let's go to the and, mall today. And of course, yeah. And of course, uh, they're planning. A, they're using this party to plan another party and to keep it as high class as possible. They're going to charge a hundred bucks a head. Oh because, yeah. Because because gentrification isn't a thing in 1983. Yeah. Oh, here we get the Anthony Edwards. And now, oh, by the way, it's Luffy. It's Luffy. Oh, there's Lumpy! 
Todd Bridges and Lumpy are working for Anthony Edwards. Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing There's Robert. nothing wrong with that. Oh, but here's something that's wrong with this. Crispin Glover and his friend are coming in. Oh, no. And, and Crispin Glover still has his slacks jacked up way over his belly button. Yeah. And his uh, friend is no better. No. His friend's a klutz. Yeah. Hey, JJ's back. How did he get in here? Must have snuck in through the back door. I don't know. Yeah. So he's talk- so he's talking about you know they're they're shooting the breeze. He's wondering out loud, "What's a girl like you doing with a guy like him?" Yeah. And then, oh, here comes both douchebag friends. Yeah, we're right behind you, buddy. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, I must best I be getting that dusty trail. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, Crispin Glover. What are you doing now? Oh, he's about to get his ass beat. That's what he's doing. Oh, yeah. But in comes JJ to save the day day, which it, seeing that shot framed is totally not awkward at all, by the way. Oh, for later? For later, yeah. Yeah, in two years, in that scene in the Loose Cafe. Mm-hmm. You know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. And oh, somebody just got their knock blocked off. Oh, and now Anthony Edwards' face has just gone right into the cake. And basically, he wants JJ's blood for the face and the coat and the everything. Yeah. And for some, and for no reason besides the fact that they're the help, oh, uh, yeah. Otto and Lumpy are going out with him. Oh, now here we get into the best part. Okay, we're back in. Otto and JJ are playing with the robot. Oh yes. Wait, what, what was he going to do with the robot? He was trying to test and see if it'll go into space or something. Because Otto has an IQ of 200. And if you don't know this, don't worry, because... He says it all the time. Oh, yeah, totally. He makes a point of this about uh, 20 times. Oh, yeah. But now he's turned on the robot. He's commanding the robot. Look at it. It can move. Look at him. And Tom Villard's like, whoa. Whoa, this robot can dance. <laughs> it's a robot doing the robot. Nobody tell him that's Jerry Marin in there. <laughs> see, this is to see, I guess this is where Trey Parker and Matt Stone got the idea for Awesome O. Probably. Look at him. It's like Tom Ballard's like, Ooh. oh my god, Tom Ballard looks high in that clip. Yeah. Oh, meanwhile, it's Crispin Glover. <laughs> and the robot is breaking through the door. At, um, yeah, this is like, right now we're about, right now we're about like 20 characters in search of a plot. Oh, yeah. Oh. And now, meanwhile, at the teacher's lounge. Mm-hmm. Miss D'Angelo and uh, 
Mr. Uh, Plaza are. Um, oh I yeah, I believe the, ma- the song was called uh, "Adult Education." Yeah. By uh, Hollow Notes. Yeah, you could just play it over this part right here. No, I mean the audience, because we don't want to play it here, because obviously, yeah. for obvious reasons, but you could just yeah. play along. But yeah. It's like, oh, it feels like, oh, we're, it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're teachers. We shouldn't be doing this. Well, I want, well, yes, we're teachers. I want to be doing this. And uh, we're back to JJ and we're back to JJ and Otto. Yeah. And why is there only one ketchup bottle in the refrigerator? Because comedy. That's why. <laughs> and they have to ask themselves: Are these, Is this true? Are these the best years of our lives? Hey, Otto just bragged about his two hundred IQ again. I'm shocked. This yeah, is my. Says your shock face. Yes. Shocked face. Oh. But but JJ he's got like no car and he has like no future plans. Right now his future involves getting Beth Franklin. Yeah, that's you all know. he's focused on right now is I need to get Beth Franklin. I need to I need to hit that while I can. Oh yeah. I mean, come on, Bo Middleton, he's a douchebag but he's got like a car. He's got all the girls going after him. It's like, what? What? How can I compete with Bo Milton? And meanwhile, the robot is in the shower. But robots don't shower unless you know he's a showering robot. Oh, but he proved it. <laughs> he's ready for the space program because I, I guess it what the water was ice. Ice, ice cold. cold water. No, I thought it was the other way boiling hot it's, and it's ice hot cold water. Boiling hot and cold. cold. So he is ready for the space program. Oh, that's great news for the robot. Hey, let's go to the carnival simply because that's a that's a thing now. I guess. Did you have carnivals back in your? Because I don't recall ever going to. A I. <laughs> Man, I went to the most jacked-up high school in all of North Carolina, Westover High School. We did not have a carnival. We barely... We It's like, you know know what they had? They had three years to to fit my mind so that I blend in with the man. They didn't even do that right. Why would you need to blend in with Becky Lynch? I see what you did there. Yeah. And, uh, oh, wait. And, oh, Miss D'Angelo wants to do that thing with Mr. Plaza again. Yeah. And Mr. Plaza, n- no kiss. No. Because what if someone sees us? I mean, we're here. Everyone can see us. And he's Dobie Gillis. He wouldn't do that. He's no. He's not going to do that. He's Dobie Gillis. To quote Hollow Notes, he can't go for that. No, no. No can do. No can do. Okay, and now we're going into the fun house with, uh... Oh, sorry. We are going to the fun house! Did I do it right, Mike? Yeah. Okay. I approve. Okay, cool. Uh, Bo and Beth in the fun house, 
And right behind them is uh, Amy Linker and Sarah Jessica Parker. I don't know. Well, we got Lori Handler and her friend in here. Yeah, they want to take a picture of Little Bo. If you know what we mean. So they're trying to get a little Bo peep. Uh, uh, oh, but here, here comes Crispin Glover and his friend. Yep. Guess who they're going to get a picture of? I'll give you a hint. It ain't Anthony Edwards. Oh, I'd hope not. They're going to get a picture of Crispin Glover's friend. <laughs> oh, no. His big Pimply butt. Oh. All right. So, so Lori Handler, her friend, they're out. They got the pictures, but then it's like. That's what? not Anthony Edwards' butt. What? It's uh, that guy. You know, that guy. Oh. Yeah. And here's JJ and Otto and JJ Otto and Robot. No, you mean JJ. I guess you could say this was a lost in space. This was a lost in space sort of thing too, because there's a robot. Yeah. Well, you've it's you've not, got it's to make not your... the robot, but it's a robot. A robot, but but Chico, it's it's not JJ Otto and the robot. It's JJ Otto and Osimo. Yeah, yeah Osimo would have gone to a carnival. Yeah, oh, yeah, and and you know what? Bo's too good for the Ferris wheel. Beth wants to go on that Ferris wheel. Guess who wants to take her on that Ferris wheel? Oh, JJ. JJ wants to take her on that Ferris wheel, so we going on that Ferris wheel. Oh, yeah, they're on the Ferris wheel. Look at that. They're all high above and stuff. This was this was before the age of the hypercoaster. This was about as high as... um As you could get back in 1983. Yep. Oh yeah, they're talking it out. They're talking out. <laughs> then they're Crystal talking Bar- it out and Oh, Crystal Bernard points out to Anthony Edwards. Oh, hey! Crystal Bernard's a narc now. Oh, she is a total narc in this movie. Oh, oh and Beth plants one on JJ's cheek, which is so nice. Oh, that's so sweet. And Bo's like, oh hell no. Oh hell no. Hello, Beth, honey, we gotta talk to you. Why would you ruin your relationship by Bo Middle and by being see with that JJ Matters? That's like breaking up with the doctor to date an orderly. Oh, yeah. Well, she doesn't know that Bo Middleton grows up to become a doctor. Right? Yeah. Michael J. Fox grows up to, uh... Go back in time. I was gonna say become the, uh, civic engineer, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, for the mayor of New York City. By the way, the episode of Spin City, where Paul went on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is a future entry. You know we're going to be talking about that. Oh, Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so JJ calls Beth. Which is, you know, I'm only, you don't go escape with Bo Middleton. I know, but a girl has to. It's like he is literally doing the Zach Morris thing to the hilt. Oh, yeah. And Beth is at least considering it. Yeah, you know that Zach Morris was watching this movie and he got, like, all the future tips. And And now Beth's getting calls from Bo. Oh, yeah, he's on his 80s car phone because, you know, douchebag 80s car phone. 
She's she driving that little Porsche. He's driving a little Porsche. Of course, and he is pissed phone. off that he's talking to that she's talking to JJ. Oh yeah, because Crystal Bernard told me everything. That narc. Yeah. And now we have, for some reason, a hole lead a glory hole leading to what looks to be the girls. The boys' the, locker room. The boys' locker room. Yeah, oh! Yeah, they want to get the picture of, of Bo's behind. Yeah, Lori oh. Handler wants to get the picture of Bo's behind. Yep. It's a... And it's so, a reverse Porky's! Yep. Only nobody's inserting anything into the hole. They're just looking at it. Oh, thankfully. And now Bo is about to stand up and uh, that guy's shaving again. What the hell? Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, the girls got caught by the janitor. Oh, no. Yeah. And in case you didn't know he was the janitor, on the back of his shirt he's got this huge patch that says janitor. <laughs> and meanwhile, Anthony Edwards just discovered the hole. Oh. Oh. And, the da- oh. <laughs> they're 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 using uh Crispin Glover's friend's butt to make it even bigger. Oh. All right, now we got track scene. Oh, Tom Ward's going to jump over the pole. Oh, no. This is not going to end oh, well. Oh, no, he jumped under the pole. <laughs> he jumped. He cleared the pole. He cleared the pole. He'd get from the other side. He'd get disqualified for that in the Olympics. What are you doing? And now here's Bo playing, playing football. In his Izod and his Ray Bands. Oh yeah. Because apparently that's a thing you do in nineteen eighty three. Hey, in three <laughs> years in three years he's gonna be playing volleyball on the beach with Tom Cruise. And, and he's sort of looking a little like John Elway back in his college days with the Ray Bands. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, Stanford. His, yeah. Stanford, Meanwhile, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile his friends are all like Stay away from Beth, you bastard. Yeah. Yeah, JJ, you you stay away from Beth. That's Bo's girl. Oh, but, oh, poor JJ, he's bleeding. Oh, no. Bleeding from his mouth. He's bleeding from his mouth. And there, there's Crystal and, Bernard. And, 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 man, this girl's always into starting stuff. She's always done since he's like, oh, oh, Bo, Rick, look at your girl. She's over there with JJ. And JJ is eating this up. Yeah. Bo's like, oh, that son of a bitch. That... I'm going to fix that. Oh, yeah. And Anne Marie's like, she's the Lisa Turtle prototype up in here. Oh, Dawn Wells is clearly the Lisa Turtle prototype. Donald Wells is a teacher, I think. Yeah, she is. Yeah, because we established she was in the teacher's lounge. Uh-huh. 
and she wants to, and she is basically uh, schmoozing her way to the top as well. And by the top, I mean the ten thousand dollars, not the ten thousand dollar pyramid. No, oh, there's she's the... gonna get to the top of his ten thousand dollar pyramid. Am I right? Oh. And I think JJ's about to get his ass kicked again. Oh yeah. Oh, but by, here, by the dog. Oh, here's the dog. Oh, they've set. <laughs> we have the we have the Austrian Austrian teacher, Mr. Hoffman. Mr. Hoffman, the blind teacher. Oh, this is not going to end at all. Well, no, at all. Yeah, you know, no. for a blind teacher, he has a good sense of where he's walking and where his students are. Yeah, what's up with that, huh? Yeah. Oh, look at Anthony Edwards. He's like, oh, I'll help you. I'll help you out. Oh, company you out of the room. Oh, no. He wants to visit his mama in Germany. Well, there you go. That's so nice. Oh, that's sweet. And there's a, and there's a dog. There's his dog. Again. Oh, is this seeing eye dog? That's what it is. Yeah. And but, right oh, he's now having... seeing... oh no! Oh, no! Seeing eye dog is seeing lunch. Is seeing lunch. Oh, that bow planted in there. Belay oh, of no. JJ, son. Oh no! This is ridiculous. Oh, but now you got to chase all over the cafeteria. Oh no! No! Oh no! Oh this no! Is... no. This is very much like the scene in Sandlot, where in the Sandlot where the beast is chasing Benny. Yep, and JJ is basically caught by uh, the principal and the teacher. Yeah, the plaza. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's a piece of pizza there. All that for a stinking piece of pizza, really? Mm-hmm. And Beth is. Not having it. No. How could you play such a cruel joke on a helpless blind man? Oh. And JJ's like, Mr. Kinney, I didn't do what I was set up. It's like, yeah, I know. You're telling the truth. And you're just going to let this happen to me? Yeah. Oh, meanwhile, here's Bob Denver with his Trans Am. And JJ's got a car. Yeah, but JJ's car is hardly the Trans Am. No. In fact, JJ's car doesn't even start. No. It starts and stops. It starts and stops. This is going to call for some genius power. Uh, Oh, my God. Oh, wait, wait. Did we mention that Bo Middleton rigged his car not to start? Oh, yeah, he did. What an asshole. And and this pretty much sets JJ off. Now he wants a race. Now he wants a race. This is the 80s trope of a big showdown. It's like, we're going to have a race. We're going to see who has the fastest car. A lake, a week from today, for the fall dance, a race. Me against you, one-on-one. You're racing a Porsche. Oh, that's not gonna, That's not a good your, idea. Your, your little Top Gear car is racing a Porsche. Yeah, you're racing against Anthony Edwards and his Porsche. 
You couldn't beat him unless you had a DeLorean. Oh, sorry. Give it another two years, Chico. Oh, speaking of two years. <laughs> hey, look, it's Crispin Glover again. Yeah. JJ's, and... like, JJ's like, Archie, can I use your dad's car? He's like, oh, you're going to use my dad's car. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that faints. Yeah. Oh. So now we have another staple of 80s high school life, the arcade. Oh, my God. But, of course, they have to block out all the names of the games, which is kind of stupid. So Yeah, because they don't want Midway to sue them. Yeah. This is what I don't get. Yeah. Well, this isn't Starcade, Chico. Oh. But JJ's explaining... To Crispin Glover about oh I need I need your dad's Trans Am for that race, but he's like oh he's out of town so he won't be back for two weeks. Uh, uh. why don't you tell the keys in your father's drawer wrapped in his bikini underwear? Oh, nice going, Chucky. Now who's the bigger lameo, you or me? Tough call. We may have to go to a tie-breaking question on this one. <laughs> oh, but who's and, over here? Uh, oh, oh, we have it's... Goon One and Goon Two. Oh, but meanwhile we're at a movie theater. Oh, look! It's the teachers who are hot for each other, but can't you know commit? Oh, yeah, and they're sixty miles from the school, so they're like, oh, nobody, nobody from the school is going to see us. We're 60 miles away. Oh, but look at There's a robot. There's (laughs) there's Otto's robot. (laughs) And he's looking at the soda machine. Oh, this part's great. He's using like telekinesis on the freaking. That would be radio waves, remember? Oh, radio waves. Because he's a robot. He's a robot. He's like like sexing up the, the, the vending machine. Oh, but guess who's here? It's Tom the Lord! <laughs> Living up to his moniker of America's ass in 1983. And he's like, hey guys, look who's here! And the and Tom Bridges and everyone's like, oh, hey! Hey, everybody! Hey! Meanwhile, the robot is getting his robot freak on with the drink dispenser. <laughs> oh! Yeah, it's spitting out soda. It's spitting out change, and and uh, JJ is spitting out the Transam. Yeah, but we all know that um, they're that uh, what's his face's goon squad got to it first. I'm oh, guessing. Anthony Edwards' goon squad. Mm-hmm. Oh, JJ, promise me, you go That's slow. That's not. This just went from awkward to. Awkward! Oh. And we're back in. Car chase. Car chase, yeah. car chase, car chase. Yeah. Car chase, car chase, car chase. He's like, oh yeah. Anthony Edwards is like, oh yeah, I got a plan about how to beat these losers. 
and uh, Crystal Bernard's starting junk again. Oh, yeah. Oh, here comes Anthony Edwards trying to tweet-talk Crystal Bernard into being a Nora. You know, for somebody who loves Beth Franklin a lot, she sure talks to uh, Crystal Bernard's character a lot. Yeah, she does. Why isn't he going out with her? I don't know. Let's go to a roller rink. Oh, yeah, let's go to a roller rink. Uh, We have Crystal Bernard and her other friend. They're dressed up like punks. I gotta say, Crystal Bernard for that punk hairdo. Looking mighty fine. Much better than the mullet. Oh, yeah. Oh. But Crispin Glover's like, am I crazy? Or do those two girls look like they're coming on to us? And the answer is, yes, Crispin Glover. Yes. Wait a minute, what are, they, what, are they, what are their fake names? I'm Helen Putrid, and this is Vicky Slime, and we quit school in the third grade. What? What the ever, what the hell is this? I have no idea. This movie has taken a hard left turn into what the effery. What kind of chicanery is going on right now? But they're like, oh, do you have a car? We could go a lot further in a car if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> did anybody notice that their car is is uh, bigger than Anthony Edwards' car? Yeah. But, oh. It handles tighter, too. It does. Oh, they're making out and stuff. But oh my god. Oh Oh, no! Oh no! He's he's literally a backseat driver! Oh no, Crispin Glover, he has to drive his dad's car. From the backseat! From the backseat! This is not going to end well! Did Did Crystal Bernard not think, oh, this could possibly happen? Oh, it crashes into a sign. Oh, look at that. We got some guy he's painting. Oh, 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 So that's why the so that's why the roads in Los Angeles are strange. Oh. And then oh shoot. They crash into a fountain. Oh god. This is Oh god, we're screwed. We're screwed, we're screwed, we're really screwed. But but Dad's out of town for two weeks. Well, they're screwed. They're screwed. And and you know what? JJ, by proxy, is also screwed. Oh, yeah. So now, Archie and Chucky, they're just planning, all right, we're just, we're going to dress up, we're going to get out of here. We're going to probably join the army or something. But meanwhile, JJ is at the bakery where Beth works at. I got to talk to you. I got to explain what's going on here. And he got all the numbers just so he could talk to her. I know this is very confusing, kids, if you don't know this. But back in the day, 
to wait your turn, you would have to get a number. Yep. They still do that some places at delis and stuff like that. Well, not here. Trail. Trail. I just went. I just got deli meat the other day from BJ's, and I had to grab one of those numbers. Oh, okay. So the deli at BJ's, you okay. have to grab a number. You still have to grab a number in 2021. COVID and all. Yes. All right. Oh, okay. Boy, Hendra and the friend, they're try- still trying to get that picture of Bo. But all shenanigans happen. Ooh, with a ladder. Now they're looking at all the pictures and like, oh, that's not Bo. That's pictures of his parents. Ooh. Why is, Why is Mrs. Mrs. Middleton wearing a nurse's uniform? Oh. That isn't Mrs. Middleton. That's Mr. Middleton. Oh! <laughs> oh! And uh turns out that uh, Beth is not here for Bo's shenanigans either. No, she's not going to cut up with Anthony Edwards' BS. He's like, I introduced you to the popular crowd, and if I dumped you, you'd be like nobody. Which, he's got a point. And this is why he's a douchebag, by the way. That's why he's a douchebag. Uh, Okay, here's the robot again. This robot's the best thing in this whole thing. And he breaks the glass to get so they can get into the Archie's house. Which is totally legal, which is very legal and very, very cool. Yeah. And oh yeah. <laughs> oh so Archie and Chucky they're having lunch. Yeah. And they because they're about to die. They're about to die. They just explain. Oh yeah. We didn't do anything to the car. I didn't touch it honest. Oh, Chucky did. And then they show the car and JJ Arnick, Oh, how bad can this car look? Oh, it's pretty bad. Oh, that's real bad. Oh, it's real bad. That's like, oh, this this is like a joke, all right? The real car is like, where's the real car? It's like, oh, yeah, that is the car. The only thing that still works is the hazard light. Oh, also, did you see the shirt that Chucky's wearing? New York's the Big Apple, but Cleveland's a plum. And that was actually something they tried pushing Cleveland back in the early 80s. Was okay. New York is the Big Apple. Cleveland's the Plum. Was this was when De- no sense. this was when Dennis Kucinich was probably mayor. No, uh, Kucinich I think was out by seventy nine. This would have been George Voinovich. Okay, that still doesn't make any sense. No, they tried. I mean, remember late seventies? Cleveland needed all the positive promotion it could get. You know what they should have played. What? The Cleveland Tourism Song. Oh, shut up. I mean, you had your own problems, Mike. You had Ted Stepien back then. Yeah, we did have Ted Stepien back then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, oh. No, Archie's got a call from his dad. He's like... You're not in Cleveland. Where are you? At the airport? Oh. Oh. I yeah. couldn't do that. I just got my license the other day, and I'm and I, still a little bit rusty. Shaky. Uh, so he's going to pick up his dad. Oh, but, oh my God. In that. In that. So they're going to have to try to figure out some way. 
So, okay. They're at a restaurant with his dad. And they were like, JJ's like, okay, let me handle this. So we have JJ, Otto, Archie, and Chucky with Archie's dad. (laughs) They got some great news. Archie's the starting quarterback of the football team. And you're probably wondering, like, wait a minute. How could Crispin Glover be a starting quarterback? Because he throws underhanded. No, really, that's what that's what Archie's dad says. Oh boy. Hey. You couldn't believe it. So he's like, Archie's dad's like, you know what? This calls for a celebration. Drink! And now he's passed out in the backseat. Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? Uh, well, gonna... Now he's passed out in the front seat. Now they're going to frame the, cra- the car being totaled on him. Because it's 1983. Alcoholism is funny. Oh, oh no, I totaled the Trans Am. Oh. And he's passed out again. He's passed out again. So, so how are we going to solve this race problem? Yeah. We have no car. We have a car. So now they're like, let's help JJ fix up his car. Like, oh yeah, why not? So let's fix up his car. And because Otto has an IQ of 200. Yeah. He can fix this car. Oh, oh no. Now Tom Ballard's riding, driving a bus. Why is he driving a bus? Oh, who knows? What? And uh, Mr. Plaza and Miss D'Angelo still aren't getting any. No. They're now eating at a restaurant. Because all he wants to do is win that stupid prize. Like I said, why is a guy like Anthony Edwards deciding this competition? Why? So she goes into the Uh the bus and then Uh she just goes, wait a minute. Leo, Ben, do you need driving a bus? I couldn't get a hold of a plane. (laughs) Okay, they're doing good work on the car. Look at that. They're working hard on that car. Oh, no! No, Tom Ward, what did you just do? You drove the bus into the garage. He's America's ass. Yeah. They're all like, "What? what? This is our stop? (laughs) <laughs> all the passengers are getting out of the bus. <sighs> They're all looking. Oh, okay, Tom Ford, like, huh? And what's Miss D'Angelo doing there? Now she knows everything. Now she knows what's going on here. Now she's going to turn us in. Wait a oh. minute. I'd love to see you with King Prep. Yeah, we all would, but we had a few of your basic major setbacks. I need is a little boost. Who's that man coming down the track? Big bad bow. And oh look, it's a it's a musical number, I guess. 
Yeah, or some kind of cheerleading routine. But I think they look at I think they've done it. Look at that. That is a giant spider. Yeah. It's a giant ass horsepower. But they need to protect it with some kind of a heat shield. No, but what Not gonna... the robot. Oh no! No! Oh no! I thought you loved me! <laughs> oh no, it's a tough decision for Otto, but oh no. He's like, oh. Not awesome, oh! Not the robot! Not the robot! He swears it's not gonna hurt or anything. If I didn't know better, I'd say that Otto has like a thing for the robot. Jerry Marin's and it's gonna hurt him! <laughs> I'm never gonna let you go. I'm gonna hold you in my arms forever. Gonna try and make up for the times I hurt you so. Well. All right, so now we're in the big race. Oh, this is if you bought the DVD version of this movie, this is what you were waiting for. Yeah, because all right. Chico, can you explain the DVD cover of this movie? Okay, so on IMDb, they have all the home release covers of this movie. And the most honest to the uh, premise one was probably the VHS, which has uh, it, it has Michael J. Fox and Nancy McKeon on the cover with High School USA. It's, it's, it's very, very, very bland. Much like this movie. But then you have like the European release, and it has like this sort of cheerleader with a really pronounced rear end bending over something. Ugh. And then you have this yearbook cover photo from the Multicom release. Which is on the Riff Tracks version of the movie. Yep, which is actually pretty uh pretty pretty um accurate in and of itself too yeah and actually you can buy this movie on riff tracks because it's done by bridget nelson and mary joe peel you can buy it on riff tracks folks Uh there's cheer there's cheerleaders again oh making a big deal out of one scene one scene one lousy Scene. One lousy scene with Dina Plato and Crystal Bernard. And okay. then there's this. And then there's this. Oh, yeah, the DVD, the DVD cover. release. There's a football. football. You have a football player and <laughs> a fast car. Never mind that these are two different scenes and they have absolutely nothing to do with each other. Nothing to do with each other at all. None. This is basically to capitalize off Fast and the Furious jump cuts. It, oh, even, yeah. it even says so in the uh, in the sort of tagline: "Pick up your speed or get out of the way." In the context of the movie, it doesn't make any sense. Come no, on, no, you can't sell it for what it really is. Okay, all right. Again, now, the the yearbook photos. The yearbook photos is really what should sell the movie. Okay, but okay, Crystal Bernard is telling Nancy McKeon about what she did. Oh, yeah. He almost would have gave Bo a run for his money in Trans Am, but thanks. Thanks to me. Thank you, Anne-Marie. We don't have to worry about that old Trans Am. That car is now a pile of junk. 
You wrecked someone's brand new car because Bo told you to? He didn't have a better reason? Oh. Damn it, Crystal Bernard. He gave away the entire scheme. That's not a Trans Am. That's Michael J. Fox's old jalopy. Oh, no. And now there's a giant, and now there's like a hemi sticking out of it. A hemi sticking out of it. There's a hemi sticking out of it. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to kick Bo's ass. And remember, this is the big race. It's an hour and 20 minutes in. Yeah. It's okay. And by the way, it also has a men in black red button. Yeah, which Otto tells JJ, okay, it has a red button. Oh, smooch. Big big kiss for big kiss for luck from Beth. Oh yeah. Alright, so here we go. The big race. This is what we've been building an hour and a half for. Here it is. Here it is. Vroom, vroom. Okay, there we go. And yeah, it's 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 basically a, a race. I mean, come on, stunt drivers, ra- stunt drivers, quick cuts, the whole deal. Oh yeah, your standard eighties car chase. Oh, there's Tom Ward. He's on a tree. Now he's off a tree. Now he's off a tree. Well, no, give it up for JJ Manners. That man has that. There is. He does not know the meaning of the phrase, no fight. There is no quitting that guy. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah, he did it. And our man takes him down like Anakin Skywalker took down that one dude. Sebulba? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. By the way, Star Wars Episode One Racer on Nintendo 64. That was where it was at in 1999. Oh, yeah. Everyone's celebrating. Yeah, JJ's won the race. Look at that. Bo's friends. They're all like, ugh. And Beth's like, yeah, you can F off with that mess. Oh, yeah. So now we're at the dance. Big prom. But okay. Oh, look at that. Orchie and Chuck, you're getting a photo from Bob Denver. But oh, look at that. Look at that feet. Look at that. Why do we need to see that? I don't know. No. Because they're and... wearing tennis shoes <laughs> with tuxedos. Yeah. Ah. That's a fashion faux pas. Oh, look at Tom Ballard. Speaking right of fashion here. faux pas, like we it's said, Tom Ballard, aka that... the Tiger King. <laughs> the 1983 Joe Exotic. Guess what, mother? And uh, JJ, who has no car anymore, yeah, needs yeah. a ride. Oh, it's Mister Kitty. Oh yeah, he gives him a ride. Like I said, cool principle. Yeah, that's right. Because his car is shot. Because the race killed the car. Race killed the car. So Mister Kitty offers him a ride. Yeah. Like I said, cool principle. Yeah, that's right. But Mr. Kennedy's very proud of JJ. And I, I don't blame him. You know, he beat he beat that douchebag Bo Middleton. All good. Oh, now we're at the dance. Oh my god, the dresses. The dresses are so and oh my god, why is Dana Plato <laughs> date a cap like a military captain? You don't wanna know. 
I don't want to know. Oh, wait. He's from the United States Air Force, but he's not my father. Oh, right. Your father's much younger. <laughs> oh, there's Archie and Chucky. They're, they're teasing on Bo. And Bo's friends abandoned him like, oh, you can take care of yourself. Oh. And then Archie's like, gee, I'm sorry, Bo. We didn't mean anything you want to hang. But you can hang around with us. And what I like, possibly have in common with you two? You like cheese. Hey, uh, it's the hero! Yeah, JJ. 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 Oh, yeah. And uh, Mr. Plaza and Miss D'Angelo are finally, well, they will be. Yeah. Eventually. Yep. Oh, and there's the blind Austrian teacher. Would you like to dance here in front of the whole school? Isn't that kind of risky? I tip the band they're playing a slow one. I'd really like to dance with you. But uh, what about the Middleton Grant? You could blow it, so I lose. I just don't want to lose you. Oh, he finally smartened up. Took him. Took him long enough. Oh. Maybe I should start wearing my uniform. Maybe some respect for my U-boat commander, who is still at defending his arms. Which is now just disturbing. It went from uh, awkward to disturbing. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, look. Orange and Jackie got some girls. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Hey, it's oh. Otto! Yeah! Oh, and look! The ro- and the robot! Well, the, the robots! The robot's back! The robot's back! I guess he didn't sacrifice the robot after all. I'm glad the robot lived. Weren't you glad, Mike, the robot lived? He's glad the robot lived. Are, are we sure that the, the ro- he didn't just make a new robot? Oh, like K9 Mark II or K9 Mark III? Anywho. And, and, and Bo's trying to get back with Beth, but like I said before, Beth is having none of it. No. Okay, hey, JJ's like, look, I know I'm not Bo. And she's like, oh, he can, JJ's got number 86. From the bakery. From uh-huh. the bakery. He Wouldn't be get... more appropriate if he had 69. I'm just saying. Nice. Nice. Oh, you know what's funny? 69 and 86, you know what they have in common? Nothing. No, they do. They were both the years the Mets won the World Series. Ah, that's right. No. And now it's time for the PAs de resistance. Oh. Because Otto's date, the robot, is about to finally do some, finally uh, resolve a lost plot point. Oh, look at that. He took, he took Bo's pants down, and Lori Handler can now finally take the picture. And everyone's like, ha, 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 And that's the end of your movie. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of loose ends, but hey, we got the picture of Anthony Edwards' butt. That was the loosest end of all, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, jeez. I gotta say, I had fun with this. This was, yeah. This was fun. This was a whole lot of fun. And we deserve this after Mockingbird Lane. Oh, God, yes, we do. Absolutely. And I'll tell you something else. 
we're not done yet. Ooh, okay. No, 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 no. We're not done yet. Oh, yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Because you have all of this boatload of talent, and all the kids loved it. You gotta have more. We gotta have more. more. But how are you gonna have more? To be continued, my friend. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Now let's give an overall review. Todd Bridges and the robot. What do you think that relationship was? Because as I've said, I think that he really loved that robot. Yeah. As much as Timmy loved Lassie, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, I think it was almost a replacement for human friends. But, Even but though he had, he had human friends. Yeah, I was about to say, he has human friends. Human friends love him. Todd Bridges was a loved character. Well, well, he only has friends maybe only at school, so the robot is his friend outside of school, or also in addition to, uh, to school, as we saw in the movie. Yeah. Or maybe, if I'm thinking, now that I'm thinking about it, it's sort of like what we would see about 20 years down the line with the amazing world of Gumball and Gumball and his little brother slash pet Darwin. Because remember, Darwin was a fish. Gumball is a cat. Darwin was a fish. But not just any fish. Darwin was a fish who grew legs. And they became brothers. Wow. But you know what? I'll say this. Robot, best thing in the movie. Well, one of the best things in the movie. Which segues into my next point. Okay, guys, are you ready? Yes. Tom Valorant. Best thing in this movie or the bestest thing in this movie? Tom Villard is good in anything he does. Mike, what do you think? Was he the uh, best or the bestest? I, I, I'm going to just say the best. I think the robot was the bestest. Okay. But I just loved the scene where he just walks in on Dwayne Hickman at the movie theater. He just wanted some privacy from 60 miles away. Yeah, he was just going out with another teacher 60 miles away. That's Who a common thing. Who wouldn't want to do that? Who yeah. wouldn't want to do that? Meanwhile, that robot is just using his robot waves to get the soda and the change. And you know what? That's called being enterprising. And, and that's that also is- why I say the robot is the bestest thing in the movie. Just yeah. how, how the robot got the soda and the change out of that vending machine. Yeah. You know, guys, one more thing I got to mention. What's that? At the end of the movie. You know how this movie really should have ended? How? You hear a loud boom, sonic boom. DeLorean pops out. And guess who comes popping out? Doc Brown saying, JJ, you got to come back with me. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, JJ and Marty McFly do wear the same clothes. Yeah. Especially the end of Back to the Future. That was, would have been so great. Foretelling what was to come two years later. It, it could have been done because Christopher Lloyd, he would have been done with Taxi at this time. Yeah. He had time on his hands. Yeah, before Star Trek 3 when he demanded to Captain Kirk. Give me Genesis! What does he want with the Mega Drive? Oh, wait. 
I see what you did there, Chico. <laughs> but Ooh. in the meantime, you can hit up our website. It was the thing on TV.com where you find all of our episodes, all of our social media feeds. We're on all the social media at It Was a Thing on TV. And of course, we got to give the shout out to our friends at Place to Be Nation Pop. Oh, yes, because in the last week, we've had our previous two episodes from the previous week, which were K9 and Company. And the 1978 Science Fiction Film Awards. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Burning out his fumes out here. Alone. Oh, that was so great. It was. Not as great as this, but okay. Oh, and also, we have the remastered series going on right now. Last week we had, our previous Sunday, we had episode four, which was Jennifer Slept Here. Notable for two things. To date, only time we've ever had a guest on the show in Chris Lane. Hi, Chris Lane. Hi, Chris. And second of all, it's the only episode I never appeared on. Ah. And I I explained it in the cold open to the remastered episode about why I'm not in this episode. But this coming Sunday, guys, we have a classic from episode five. That's my dog and think like a cat. We had so much fun with That's My Dog. Yep. That CDIS-esque opening. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That was so great. Oh, hold up, guys. We're not even done this week. We're not done this week? Oh, what no. else is there? No, we have, well, an historic event in sports is having an anniversary on Saturday. Oh, really? Yes, And some weird circumstances surrounding this event happened that until recently, nobody had any idea for the reason why this particular circumstance with this event happened. It's a crazy story, and we'll explain it all this Saturday on It Was a Thing on TV. Or if you're listening on Play Speed Nation Pop, it's going to be right after this. Have a good week, and we'll see you next time. Wow! So, like, I wasn't totally focused in there or anything, but I'm pretty sure that mom was trying to her son. Wait, wait, the hot chick was Alex B. Keaton's mom? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But they're the same age. No, but he went back in time. <laughs> then why is it called Back to the Future? He has to go back to the future because... He's in the past, so the future is actually the present, which is his time. What? Whoa, this is heavy. There's that word again, heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull?